Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, that you are watching Going In Raw. Like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Just keep watching going in the raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your Going In Raw notifications. Yeah. Uh, I'll be posting later on in the community tab. Uh, what people thought about uh, Survivor Series tonight? Yes, lots of uh, lots of opinions out there. Yeah, all over the all map. All over the map, just based on chat here. Yeah, all over the map. Uh, we're also available wherever fine podcasts are. Really free, uh, really great, free and easy way to support going in raw uh, is to hop on your little uh, uh, phone or wherever you listen to podcasts, and then uh, whatever podcast app you, lo- you use to listen to us, you hit subscribe to going in raw. And then uh, you leave us a rating, uh, review, or a comment. Really helps boost the exposure of going in raw and be much appreciated by us. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a bunch of new patrons yes. uh, during the show and uh, this morning. I know I did this during the live stream, but not everybody was able to make the live stream, although we did have a really big audience for that. And I want to say thanks to everybody who joined us for the live stream. I'm uh, going to read off some of these names and then we'll get into the uh, nutshell of the show. Yes. William Molina, Brian Price. Uh, Carl Eric William Welbat, uh, Chris Guelda, John Wesley Statton, uh, Marcus Aurelius, uh, Michael J. Scalmanini, uh, I don't know if I said Brian Price already, but Brian Price, Mark Vassi, Cabius, J.R. Wild, Bailey Bearden, uh, Mr. Gee Kachu, and uh, Phil Wilson. Thanks so much for your support. We appreciate it. Um, I thought it was a really fun show. It was a fun I'll show. Be it was all I'll be over. honest with you. It was all over the place. 
It started at four, ended up at seven thirty, seven forty or so. Major four or five pay per view. It was concise. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Um, weird that the pre-show apparently doesn't count for anything, but uh, you know that was with, weird. With every WWE show, there's going to be some confounding, confusing, beguiling uh, booking decisions. Yeah, but basically every match was fun. Here's here's the thing: they it's really weird. You what you said is exactly right. It is real. I mean, I'm just, I'm just this is I'm just going to say this and get it out of the way. It is bizarre that the pre-show match was essentially a meaningless match. It should have been the most dominated match. Yes. On the besides the Colognes, Team SmackDown should have won four nothing. Should have ran the table. There should have been four Soul Survivors. Yes. Um, and it ended up being Revival versus the Usos. Why didn't they just have the Revival go over and have an actual clean sweep for Raw? It I know. wouldn't have made a lick of difference. It would have done something for the Revival. Yes. And then you wouldn't have had people talking about this because it's so stupid. Including SmackDown talents. <laughs> Xavier saying, Woods. Why doesn't this match count towards right? the scoreboard? Because the overriding... I'll be honest. This is like the last two years. Is the one thing I don't really like about Survivor Series, and it's not so much that Raw wins every time. Is that Raw is the sole focus of the storyline of the show? Yeah, which is what has oh, yeah. been the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year it was Baron had to keep his job, and if Raw lost a single match, a single match, he wouldn't be fired as Raw GM. Um, but that. In and of itself, didn't manifest itself in anything other than him playing cheerleader during the men's match. Yeah. He didn't get involved in anything. Yeah, he didn't try try to help any raw talents win. On the, when Daniel Bryan it was like was a on lazy justification for yeah. someone probably Vince wanting Raw to win everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was that was odd. Um, there was no outside interference, pretty much at all. Uh, didn't see any of the horsewomen. Didn't see Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Didn't see AJ Styles. Didn't see AJ Styles. Didn't see any interference. Where we thought it might be most logical in the main event with Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, that actually came off a lot more like the match. Well, no, the first half of that match came off like what we had heard um, was, was going to be the SummerSlam match, like twenty fourteen. I think it was. Um, when Brock was supposed to take that title off of Daniel Bryan, I think. Yeah, instead of Cena stepped in. Yeah. Um, and ate all those ridiculous German mm-hmm. suplexes. Um, that I thought, I thought there was, yeah, there, there was a lot going on tonight. Some of it was, was weird, not even in the WWE's Enzo More showed up. That was weird. So some of it didn't even have to do. That Charlotte Ronda match. Oh, my God. Well, you can tell they just pretty much had to re- take Becky out, replace with Charlotte. Finish was probably the exact same. But it might give us, like, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Let's just let's just kick it off. We don't have to go, like, a note-by-note note thing for each no, match. No, 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 obviously not. Although you no. did a man- magnificent job taking I like to notes. keep notes, not so much so I can just read them off or bait them, just so I kind of know the general ebb and flow oh, sure. stories yeah, yeah. of the match. Yeah, absolutely. So the pre-show match, we both showed up early uh, to check out the, the pre-show match. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the tag team Survivor Series uh, match which apparently didn't count for anything um, however it was fun um, a little sloppy maybe mm-hmm. but there's a lot going on yeah there's a lot going on yeah and it never let up 
Um, pretty much as soon as I walked in the door, you had it on, and the revival eliminated the clones. And that should have been the end of the SmackDown eliminations, honestly. Yeah, the clones are pretty much NPCs. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, that we love the club, we love Sanity, yeah. we love the Usos, and we love New Day. Yes. They should have run the table. Bobby yes. Roode, look, man, Bob Roode should not be in the position he's in. The one legitimate person. You know, it, it really does bug me, the fact that I forget where we got the idea from, if it was you or it was me or if it was somebody in chat back when we had come up with the idea for putting Bobby Roode and Bob Lashley together. Uh-huh. That would have done a world of good for both of them. I know. Could you like Raw needs a tag team? Yeah. They need a tag team. And Rude and Gable, they're just so awkward together. It yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit. If you had Bobby Roode and Bobby Lashley together, that'd have been something else. As kind of a, a modern day ver like heels, modern day sort of APA, but more business like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't love that? That'd be great. Instead, he's coming out smiling, he hates it. The raw tag division is a mess. This should have been Four teams stood tall, and all the rest of them just went away. What we saw with the men's Survivor Series match, it should have been the same with the, the tag team match. However, SmackDown should be on the winning end. Yeah. Where it was pretty much domination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, a quick uh, order of eliminations. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Revival eliminates the Colognes, and then Carl Anderson pinned Bo Dallas. Uh, B team eliminated. Eliminated. And then Sandy was eliminated after Eric Young was pinned. Uh, after a neckbreaker moonsault combo from Bob Roode and Chad Gable. Mm -hmm. And then Victor was pinned after a splash from Big E, Big Ascension, e. out of the match. Uh, Grand Mental League hits a springboard sent on the Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Goodbye, the club. Goodbye, the club. Uh, Jay Uso pins uh, Lince Dorado after a pop-up Samoan drop. Goodbye, Lucha House Party. Um, New Day hit up, up, down, down. See you later, Chad Gable and Bob Roode. Uh, this spot was actually really good. Xavier Woods goes for his uh, top rope elbow, gets caught with a shatter machine. Dash yeah. Wilder pins him. New Day eliminated. And then Jimmy Uso pins uh, Scott Dawson after a top rope splash with a nice nod to Roman. Yeah, that was Midair. good. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing that lately. Um, and that's good. Uh, again, you know, it's weird they didn't count this towards the tally. They're all wearing, you know, their brand shirts. I know. I mean, even uh, Big E... All uh, every member of the New Day had custom SmackDown inspired gear, yeah. And then Big E had a SmackDown T-shirt on underneath his tights. I mean, this should have counted. If you want people to tune in early to the kickoff show, at least give. I mean, this is concrete proof that why do we care? Why are we going to tune into a kickoff show now? If it's doesn't, it doesn't even count for canon. I know it's ridiculous. That's silly. That is so it's silly. Ridiculous. Uh, to kick off the main card was the Women's Survivor Series match. Um, Team SmackDown captained by Naomi. Team Raw captained by Alexa Bliss. Uh, Naomi was the first eliminated. Mm -hmm. She wasn't in the match very long. Uh, ate a super kick from Tamina. Eliminated. Yeah. But then right away, Carmella rolled her up. Tamina, that is, to eliminate Tamina. And then we got a dance break. So this is, this is what I really liked about this. <laughs> That's the Maria Canellas dance break. No, it's the Carl Anderson in response. Oh, yeah, to I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the thing that I liked about this uh, women's uh, Survivor Series match is that similar to how we get with, like, the Rumble, everybody had their little story thing. Mm -hmm. Nia Jax, it does look like. Oh, I, my gosh. Look, she has so much heat on her. May, it, it seems like they had one of two options to go with. 
there were rumors coming out from a couple of the dirt sheets saying, oh, they, they're totally, they hate Nia Jax backstage. She's totally getting punished. Any push of hers is going to be, is going to be dialed back. It's ending. Uh-uh. Opposite is true. That's completely incorrect. We saw this tweet from her where she tweeted out a picture of her fist. They're wisely choosing to move to forward capitalize to on capitalize the on the heat that she has from legitimately punching Becky um, in, in the face. Uh, and I think it's wise to do that. It's pro wrestling. Should she have been more careful? Sure, of course. Should she have gotten some sort of punishment? Yeah, I guess, maybe. But this is it's a, it's a story you're telling. People hate her right now for yes. what she did. They're rolling with that. Mm-hmm. I can't, that's that's the best idea possible. That's, that's like best for business. Exactly. So yeah, I, I neglected to mention when Nia was introduced, just nuclear heat. Nuclear heat. Just she comes out with a big heel smile on her face and then shows her hand. She's always hovered between. She's a face. She's talking about anti-bullying, and then when she had that thing with Ronda, she was a heel. Even before she was a face, she was a heel. Finally, concrete. She's a heel. Screw you guys. Face buster or face breaker. Face, face breaker. breaker. Yeah. That's, what, that's what Michael Cole called her. The face yeah. breaker. Um, anyway, so after dance break from Carmella, uh, match carries on. Uh, Mickey James was eliminated. Um, Sonia Deville hit her with a sliding knee. Oh, but we, we need to mention also in the pre-show, a couple things happened. Oh, yes. Uh, Sasha and Bailey replaced, replaced Ruby Riot and Natalia because they kept fighting. That was kind of weird. And then Mandy was named as Charlotte's replacement for right. Team SmackDown. That's kind of oddball. I mean, I'm really happy that Sasha and Bailey like yeah. that should have been on the Raw before. I know. So that was weird. That was weird. Anyways, uh, Mickey was hit with a sliding knee from Sonya. However, Mandy Rose tagged herself in, and she's the one that actually got the pin on Mickey James. Mm-hmm. So we're getting some sort of uh, Mandy Rose Sonya Deville feud coming up. Yeah. Um, Bailey hits a Bailey to Bailey and Carmella. Carmella is eliminated. Uh, Mandy taps out to a bank statement. And then we got a double count out with Sonya Deville and Bailey after Bailey hit her with a Bailey to Belly with like, when the ref was on seven and a half. So it wouldn't surprise me if sometime in the past there had been a, a double count out with an elimination. Oh, yeah, there has been. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't remember. That. Probably no, it could have happened last year. I don't know. I think at Survivor Series 97, at least there was a count out. Oh, okay. Elimination. Okay. All right. There you go. So oh, you get by the way, eliminated so, by DQ, too. Um, Monday. Tomorrow, if you're watching this live with us, thank you. Yes. Um, or uh, today, if you're watching this in the morning, Monday morning, um, we're not going to be doing our regular news show. Instead, we're going to be filming uh, live a going in raw view for Survivor Series 1997, the Montreal Screwjob, a Survivor Series. Yes. Uh, that is being recorded tomorrow live, and then it'll go up on VOD on Thursday. VOD sorry, on yes. Thursday for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. we're obviously not going to be recording anything. No. Um, and so we're doing that instead of our new show, and then we have some business. It's a short week, so we have a lot to do. So the schedule's be a little different. So the schedule's going to be a little bit different, yeah. Um, also, while we're on programming changes, uh, Matt Chat, get your question in by Tuesday. Yeah, we're going that Tuesday. Yeah, yes. Make sure you put up a reminder. Yes, too. I shall. All right. Uh, so uh, towards the end, it's Sasha and Nia left for Team Raw. Oscar left for Team SmackDown. Um, got a lot of really good action between Sasha and Oscar. There was that segment. That, that was fun. Yeah, where Sasha was trying to evade the Oscar lock, and that was mm-hmm. really good. Um, Sasha goes to the top rope. Going for a drop kick or something. Naya, her teammate, pushes her off. Yeah. Oscar uh, puts her in the Oscar lock. Sasha taps. As soon as that happens, Naya enters three leg drops for Oscar. And she's just reveling. Naya yeah. is in the heat. Yeah. 
uh, picks up Oscar, hits a Samoan drop, pins Oscar, gets the win for Team Raw. I wonder if this is the kind of thing where they're saying, "Okay, Naya, we're gonna run with this. You need to be as heel as possible, and if we don't see you really running with it, you you are gonna be de-pushed. You maybe, are gonna be get, maybe, get your maybe, punishment. Maybe I don't know. It's, it's just one. It's not. I hope she takes it as an opportunity to really yes, shine as a heel. Yes, exactly. Um, it's not just heel enough to be the one that eliminates Oscar, who was getting let's go Oscar chance, and it's not just that she screwed over her teammate Sasha Sasha is extremely over face in her sure, own right yeah so it's like double the heat yeah yeah that's good I think it, was, it, was, it was well done it was smart booking it was and, well done. Uh, yeah I'm yeah I, I figured honestly coming into this match I'd be like I was thinking you know Naya when, when she came out to that big chorus of booze and she had a big smile on her face and she starts pointing at her fist yeah I was thinking either she's gonna be the sole survivor or she's gonna be the first eliminated. She's gonna be the first eliminated, and, and it looks like the yeah, former. Yeah, yeah. Uh, backstage, Baron Corbin was with Stephanie uh, McMahon, and that's when it was revealed that Stephanie said to Baron, "Hey, if you want to keep your job, Team Raw needs a sweep." Well, he opened up his big mouth. He said, "I guarantee you, we're gonna clean sweep." And she said, "Okay, well, if you're gonna make that kind of guarantee, then you gotta deliver. Otherwise, you gotta you're deliver fired. on that." Yeah. And then he kind of backtracked a little bit, and he says, "I'll make sure." We do what we need to do. Yeah. So we're going to have a really strong showing. Yeah. Anyways, Paige and Shane kind of uh, enter frame. I don't remember what the conversation was, though. It was awkward. Yeah. I think I was talking during it. It was awkward. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) I can't. I don't like awkward moments. No. When I'm like, you know, we have our our live stream audience, our friendos watching with us. I feel the need to make conversation. Uh, next, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. However, I was dealing with a battle with poop on my shoe. This was, in, again, more weird stuff out of the control of WWE. Evidently, at some point. Before the show, before we did the live stream, we walked to our local coffee shop mm-hmm. to get some tea and some snacks because we wouldn't have an opportunity to do so yeah. between now and we get done with this recap. We're both fighting off illnesses, so and then we got tea. We didn't walk on the grass at all. No, we didn't. Uh, we stuck on the sidewalk, and usually I'm really good about looking at where I'm stepping. Sure. However, at some juncture, I managed to step in some sort of animal doo-doo. Some, di- some dookie. And I didn't realize before until this match. And so the first half of this match, I felt like I was cleaning duty out of my shoes. Yeah, it's not good, man. No, it was not good. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have brought it up on the recap here. But, it, no, it, because it, it told part of a story yeah. of our Survivor Series. Um, so our experience yeah. with it. So for the first half of this match, you have to fill me in with what happened because I didn't catch a lot of it. It was a lot of slow character stuff, mm-hmm. uh, filling each other out. We got all the character beats. We had Shinsuke, you know, uh, doing the come on stuff. Yeah. So it, it was that before the before the match really picked up. By the time the match picked up, it got really good though. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, we saw. Well, let me stop it. Uh, we had Shinsuke going for a couple of Kinshasas here and there. Um, towards the finish, uh, Shinsuke kicked out of uh, the cool knee thing that uh, Seth, Seth does. does yeah. Uh, then Seth missed a frog splash, ate a Kinshasa to the back of the head, and then kicked out at two. That really should have been the finish. That should have been the finish right there. It really should have been the finish. Anyway, Seth eventually went over with a stomp. It was a really good match, and the, in the, the end sequence where Seth was evading Kinshasa, eventually delivered a stomp, was really good. Nobody kicks out of a Kinshasa. So Seth shouldn't either. If Seth was going to do that, Shinsuke needed a kick out of a stomp. Yeah. And then, hey, you know what? It's fine. Have him eat a second stomp. Yeah. And then he loses. I'm exactly. fine with that. Exactly. But if you're going to have one dude kick out of a finisher, and maybe they're equating the Kinshasa with that cool knee, but everybody kicks out of that cool knee. Yeah, no one kicks. No one, no one is pinned by that cool knee anymore. Oh, man. In the raw locker room, 
Braun, uh, it, it, this is great. So you missed this too. Uh, when you you sh- you came back during the lo- the raw locker room, segment, yeah. But the camera is sort of panning, showing everybody. And for some reason, Finn Balor is sitting there, and he's just sort of talking casually with Bobby Lashley. They were just in a feud. The only one that seemed annoyed by it was Leo Rush. He actually seemed annoyed by it, which I think made it you know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Finn and Bobby seemed okay. Braun comes in. And uh, he, he looks and, at Drew. Yeah, he and Drew start going at it. He says, I don't like you. He looks at Dolph. I think he says, I don't like you. To Bobby, he says, I'm okay with you. No, to Bobby, he says, I'm not sure. He says he doesn't even know who Leo Rush is. And then he looks at Finn and says, you're okay. Because they're both faces now. Yeah. Um, well, Braun once called Finn his little buddy. Yeah, exactly. I can't go back on that. No. Uh, and so... Uh, Drew and Braun are each other's faces, yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Baron comes in, tries to cool tempers down. He needs the team on the same page. Yes. And since Braun can't lay a hand on Baron, he throws Leo Rush into him. That was funny. <laughs> that, was, that was good. And then our truth comes in and tries to give Team Raw a pep talk. Yeah, and then Baron says, You're not even in this, Team You're not Roster. even on Team Raw. And he's like, oh, man. So that was funny. That was actually really good. That was funny. Uh, next, Thebar with Big Show. Well, versus AOP. This is an all right match. It was just really weird because uh, at one point, Big Show had Drake against the ropes choking so, him. Dude. And Drake uh, victorated on himself. That Peed means, himself. Yeah, that's a scientific term for PP. He did a PP on himself. So the, the, the messed up bit about this was that the camera was like going in close on the front, front area. area yeah and to to emphasize to ensure that everybody knew that urination was happening yeah he started pressing down the area around his dick head yeah and so you got the outline the print of his dick head and pee coming down um i kind of wish they did the over like over they they overdid it i don't know if it was like legit pee or no, not. no i don't know either um, oh yeah, like a Saturday Night Live thing where they vomited. Up. Yeah, I wish that they would have done like just a, a mat, like a gallon yeah, of yeah, pee yeah. just going out Absolutely. there. Absolutely, yes, agreed. Like obviously fake. This was disturbingly maybe real. I don't know. I don't know I, either. I don't it was kind. Of, it was all really weird. Not I mean, if Vin, th- here, this might be the thing, Vince might have been having some casual conversation with uh, Rockstar Spud. Yeah, and Rockstar might have let it drop. That maybe is a party trick. He can micturate on command. P on command, yeah. Oh, and then that was imme- the end of it. Immediately, as soon as he says it, he realizes he done fucked up. Yep. Because Vince is gonna take that, and, and now it's probably gonna be on every episode of Two Hundred Five Live. I know, I know. If Vince even knows what that is, um, yeah, that's a huge if. Uh, preceding that, however, uh, Drake broke up a pinfall after Razor ate a bro kick, and so he sprinted around the ring. He ran to Big Show, and then peed himself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then uh, the finish, well, due to that distraction, uh, AOP picked up the win. Um, I think it was Sheamus that ate a powerbomb neckbreaker combo. AOP wins. Mm-hmm. So, so far, if you forget about the pre-show, uh, Raw has run the table. But, I mean, let me ask you this. The fact yeah. that one member of Team Raw pissed himself, doesn't that kind of cancel out all their wins? That's kind of a win in one sense for Team SmackDown. If they're not going to count the tag team match, then they got to count the the urination. The thing as that a I, win for SmackDown. One thing that I really appreciated though is that Big Show had what seemed to be a oh, legitimate shit. laugh. Yeah, he was legitimately laughing. He was about actually it. laughing. I kind of wish they didn't tell him that that was going to happen. Maybe they did, and that was like a shoot laugh. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, then we are in the SmackDown uh, locker room. Miz is about to give a pep talk. He said he has an amazing pep talk, but he's going to hand it over to Shane McMahon to give that pep talk. Because Shane should be the one giving him the pep talk. Yeah, so Shane gives the speech instead. Uh, He calls out everybody, says how great they are. Um, And then Miz offers to give out signed DVDs if SmackDown wins. And then R-Truth comes in sorry and says, oh, yeah, that'd be great. I want one of those. I want Becky Lynch's autograph. Yeah. And he says, Shane, I want to talk to you. I want to be on SmackDown. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And then he says... Uh, you are on SmackDown. You, you are on SmackDown. You are on SmackDown. Our truth is very happy about that. Our truth is great. Next up, we had another stellar 205 Live cruiserweight match: Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. The way they were booking this with Mustafa Ali taking these ridiculous bumps, yeah, made me think that Mustafa Ali was going to win. I know, uh, and then he didn't. Yeah, I guess they're doing the thing where he takes bump after bump after bump, sick bump after sick bump, comes back, but can only take so much. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the story they've kind of been playing up is that he's been running himself pretty hard. Yeah. Um, Taking a lot of uh, a lot of beatings. He's had a lot of matches with the rib tape on. Yeah. And uh, this just played into that. But it was a fantastic match. Oh, heck the yeah. The crowd was super into it. It was really, really, really cool just to see 205 Live get a spotlight on main card in yeah. front of a hot audience. In the middle of the card, not to kick off the show either. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. It I was ho- really good. I hope that's just sort of a, a more of that to come. You know? I hope so. Yeah. I mean... It's it's good when 205 Live the Cruiserweight Championship is featured on a, a, a major pay per view. Mm-hmm. It'd be great if they can get a match, a title match on every pay per view. What was the roughest spot, Ali? Eight. It was that, probably that first one when Buddy shoved him off the second rope into the barricade. So Mustafa Ali was on the outside on the second rope, about to climb up and do something. Buddy Murphy just comes up and shoves him, and he goes flying. Yeah. Into the barricade. I yeah. think you're probably right about that. that. We also got a Spanish fly off the announce table. Yeah, that's always great. That's sort of customary for these two, and especially yes. 205 Live yes. also. That bit where uh, Mustafa's going for an 054 and Buddy comes up and grabs his hair. That was good. He gives him uh, cheeky Nandos. Yeah. And then two power bombs. That was rough. Yep. Although that's where Aldi was going for his tornado DDT where he kind of does a crossbody off the middle rope. And he just eats the knee flush. Yeah, that was rough. And Murphy follows that up with Murphy's Law. Gets the win. Gets retains the, win. the Cruiserweight Championship. Great match. Yeah. Check it out if you haven't. Um, after that, we had Daniel Bryan interview, or so we thought. Caleb Braxton uh, asked him a pretty lengthy question. Um, pretty much saying, are you ready? Are you? She, yeah, she, yeah. Are you ready? And he kind of has a smirk on his face. Of course, usually away, he would say he would say yes. In this case, he did not say yes. He he's not going to say no. He just said he just didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. After that, we had the men's Survivor Series match. I figured that would have main event. I whole know, thing. especially with the stipulation going in, going on this whole show that uh, Bear needed a the clean sweep mm-hmm. because then it puts the thought in your mind that the last two matches are going to have some sort of upset. Yeah, or potentially because you can't you can't fathom the universe in which. Raw would sweep the entire show. Yeah. Because what fun is that? None. It's none fun. Well, it turned out to be pretty fun, though. Well, individual matches, but you think about storyline-wise. I mean, where's as much as I love Baron, we need some intrigue there. If his job's safe, that's not fun. It's Yeah, but we like Baron. I do like Baron. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like, this should have been, it should have been tied to going into the last match with Something's, the Men's Survivor Series. Sure. But we didn't get that anyways. Uh, Joe started off the match against Drew. Drew was on another level this whole match. He, he was, wanted to win the man. whole thing himself. Dude, if you take this as a microcosm, as sort of evidence of where they're going with Drew, where are they going with Drew Larson? Straight to the top. Straight to the top. 
That's where they're going with Drew, man. Oh my God. All the close-ups on him, the eliminations, just the way they were booking him. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, he wanted to win the whole thing himself. Yeah, exactly. And, and within like a minute. Well, st match started out. Even before it started, they all get in the ring. Joe throws his towel at Drew. Everybody starts John talking crap. Match starts. Uh, Drew's kind of uh, John with Braun in the corner because he just tags himself in. Joe comes up from behind. Coquina clutch. Mm -hmm. Drew works his way out of it. Uh, Joe gets him in it again. Drew works his way out of it. Uh, Claymore, Joe is pinned. A really sh like short... Usually the Claymores are like, he's like coming in and he flies. Yeah, yeah, he took like two steps and then it's Claymore. It's like a really short level, yeah. And you think Joe is the one guy who can give Team SmackDown a chance against Drew and or Braun? I'm guessing that's why they took him out yes. first. Because, yeah, if you look at everybody else in Team SmackDown... It's, they're all undersized. It's super undersized. Um, so that was a bummer. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, Team Raw was a complete hot mess, and yet it still logically made sense for them to dominate. Oh, yeah. Braun was even out half the match, and it still kind of made sense. Yeah, because they still had Drew and Lashley. Lashley and Drew, and then you get, you know, Finn in there, sort of, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, the ongoing story for most of it was Drew and Braun bickering about who should be in the match. Drew tags himself in for a second time. Um, Braun doesn't like it. They start brawling, and then... Everybody brawls. I mean, both teams start brawling. Mm -hmm. Why would SmackDown get involved in that? Just let See, Team Raw yes, brawl. Yes, exactly. Just let them take each At other. At least out for of a while, game. and then you think if, you, if it looks like there's a a, a a place where you can interject yourself, gain an advantage, then do it. But don't. Anyways, that all led to Shane putting Braun through the announce table with a top rope elbow. Yeah, just a huge, massive elbow drop. Mm -hmm. Customary Shane stuff. Um, back in the ring, Drew's in there. Uh, he goes looking for a tag. Uh, Finn puts his hand out, and then Drew says, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, a little more action, then Finn tags himself in, and Drew turns around, and Finn kicks him square in the face. That was a rad little moment. That was like yeah, yeah. Finn's single moment, which yeah. which I don't think Finn had a good moment last year. Remember? He was in for like a half second, then he mm -hmm. was like, what, pedigree? No, it was pedigree. I forget what it was. But he was out pretty quickly, didn't yeah, yeah, do much yeah. of anything. Yeah. At least in this one, he took a stand well, against Well, he had that, and then Drew. he was in the ring against... To Miz for a while, and then Ray for a while. He like missed like three coup de grace. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ray eventually pins Finn after a six one nine and a springboard frog splash, and then Drew comes right in and just throws Finn out of the ring. He's got no patience for Finn Balor right now. <laughs> um, later on, Jeff Hardy and Dolph Ziggler in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, Hardy goes for a swanton, but Dolph gets his knees up. Looks like it might have hurt a little bit. Anyways, they set Dolph up. Shane hits coast to coast, pins Dolph. Dolph, eliminated. Eliminated. Shane goes from another coast to coast on Lashley? Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Braun finally makes his way up from the table spot. Club Shane midair. Yeah. Um, Shane rolls out of the ring. Braun gets in, pins uh, Jeff Hardy after power slam. Enter Ray. He eats a power slam, gets pinned. Uh, Miz... He's the only one that's kind of uh, still has his wits about him because Shane's still selling the the blow from Braun. Mm -hmm. um, so he's trying to buy some time, runs around the ring a little bit. Uh, Braun chases him down. Miz kind of puts Shane in front of him, so Shane eats the shoulder tackle. It was. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to play that up at oh, all yeah. on SmackDown. I'm sure they are because it was it was. It's the kind of thing you expect from Miz, but he did play it off like it was unintentional. And mm -hmm. 
you get the idea that it was unintentional. He was just trying to get involved. Yeah, he was just, trying to get, he's like going to Shane goes, come on, Shane, get up, get right. up. I need your help here. Right, exactly. Um, so anyways, eventually. Miz uh, was actually doing everything he could to be a proper team captain. He was, he was. Uh, Braun hits power slam on Miz. He gets pinned. Shane gets in the ring. He says, all right, come on, Braun. And the crowd was popping big. And this is a great little moment for Shane because he's just absolutely destroyed. And he does the, come on, come let's on, just do this. It. But it was no time yeah, at all. Yeah, power slam. Power slam, so. Braun eliminates four-fifths of Team SmackDown. And then immediately after the bell, Corbin blindsides Braun. And runs up the ramp with uh, Lashley. Yeah. Lashley oh, and, yeah, uh, and Drew. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Team and Raw. Leo Rush. Complete, like, there was no problems yeah. for Baron Corbin keeping his job based on that match anyways. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we had a Seth Rollins interview. Charlie uh, broke the news to him after he talked a little bit about Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, she broke the news that at TLC for the Intercontinental Championship, he'll be fighting Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. I imagine there'll be some sort of stipulation added. I would hope TLC. So. It should be. Uh, oil barrel fire match. So kind of like an Inferno match, but only fire only in one barrel. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. That could happen, yeah. Uh, next, probably match of the night. Uh, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. These next two were matches of the night. Yeah, they are both really good. Because that last one had us had us emotional. Yeah, on the edge of our seat. <laughs> and this one just had us out of our minds. Yeah. Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, probably the stiffest competition, definitely the stiffest competition Ronda Rousey has faced thus far. And the biggest spotlight for her, I think. Yeah, being as a solo competitor, as a, yeah. Yeah, as a solo competitor, yeah. Um, and she more than delivered. More than delivered. Um, pretty early on, Ronda was busted open um, after an elbow from Charlotte. Mm -hmm, yeah. And it really helped, especially at the end, the story of the match. It really did. Ronda was all over Man, just busted up. beat up. Um, of course, the story go throughout this match was Ronda working over or trying to work over Charlotte's arm, get her ready for arm bar. Arm bar. And Charlotte working over Ronda's leg, getting ready for figure eight. Um, there was a lot of really good sequences where Ronda was trying to position herself for the arm bar, and Charlotte would wrestle out of it so this was this was an ugly especially before the kendo stick entered into it um it was an ugly it was an appropriately it was a fight ugly match it was a felt more like a fight than anything and before we get into the into the details it was obvious that this is what they were going to do with becky you take charlotte out you put becky in and that was going to be the match that was going to be the match that was totally going to be the match mm -hmm. even down to the crowd turning on Rhonda at the end because something really cool just happened uh, and her looking at that crowd with eyes of death. That was going to be the thing. They, because of what happened with Becky, it's going to be very interesting now that Charlotte has, holy crap, she's a badass heat for her. Yeah, so jokingly I said during the stream, well, are we going to see a training montage on SmackDown of Becky training Charlotte? But then Charlotte tweeted... Boo the woo, screw you. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna do the route where go the route where Charlotte's put in this position, coming off this feud against Becky, which she was on the losing end of, and trying to show Becky that she could out Becky Becky. You know, one one thing they that's probably like the only way they can kick that feud up a notch and take it to a whole other level. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long Becky's going to be gone. I don't know that either. That's kind of a thing. If too. it's a broken nose, I would suspect she'll be back sooner than a broken orbital bone. I think. Yeah, I don't. There, there hasn't been anything mm -mm. about her mm -mm. having an, a broken orbital. Mm -mm. So I would think it's probably a nose because that's like the thing that we've heard. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know where they're going to take this, but they have something. Yeah. They have something. It's just, what are they going to do? I mean, the sort of the obvious answer, especially after listening to that crowd is Charlotte, Becky, Rhonda at mania. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's sort of the obvious way, unless they really wanted to go with, I mean, I think if I'll put it this way, if they're able to take what happened tonight with Charlotte and, capitalize on it the way they've capitalized on it with Becky, mm-hmm. then that match makes sense. If the heat dies down or if they're not able to creatively uh, keep it, the momentum going for Charlotte, then take her out of the equation and just go the singles match at Mania. Well, there could be, it could be the triple threat at Mania between the three of them, or you could have Charlotte and Ronda at the Rumble mm-hmm. and have Ronda go over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other option. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I do kind of wonder, you know, we, we've also, we've often said, we've often seen that when something happens that WWE's out of control of Becky getting punched by Nia Jax, mm-hmm. uh, Roman's unfortunate, you know, cancer uh, uh, re coming, uh, coming back again. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to switch gears on the fly. And sometimes creatively speaking, it just ends up lining up really well. Yeah. Um, or at least short-term it does. I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> Long-term it always sinks back into a morass. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that whatever this was, they have an idea I as hope so. to what it might be. I hope so. <laughs> Other than let's just get through Survivor Series and see what happens. Yeah. Um, anyways, I guess we can go through the, the beats of the match. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Ronda was working over Charlotte's arm. Charlotte working over uh, Ronda's leg. Um, and credit to Ronda, even after that beatdown she took after, or you know, at the end of the match, when she was trying to walk up the ramp, she's still selling that leg, man. Oh yeah, yeah, no, still it was selling great. the leg. Um, Charlotte goes for a moonsault. Ronda gets her feet up. Charlotte should stop with the moonsault because she never hits it. Um, Ronda gets fired up, starts doing this, turns around, eats the spear. That was great. That was great. That was uh, that was really well done, and she sold that. Man, she sold that spear so Heck well. Yeah. I'm yeah. man, Rhonda's Rhonda's legit in the ring yeah. these days, man. Yeah, she is. She it works so well when it's an uglier match. Mm-hmm. They've done such a great job of covering her weaknesses and emphasizing her strengths mm-hmm. match by match by yep. match. Yep. Uh Rhonda is in the figure four. She reverses the pressure. Charlotte Which, reverses yeah. back. They just both roll out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um back in the ring. Flurry of punches from Rhonda. Charlotte responds with a flurry of chops. Which results in, in Rhonda's chest being hamburger. Yeah. Beat to yeah. shreds. Uh, Charlotte hits a boot. Rhonda kicks out. Um, Charlotte rolls out of the ring after uh, Rhonda gets her in, in, in an armbar attempt. Charlotte's really selling arm. Um, she rolls out. She rolls back in briefly to break the count. Rolls back outside. Rhonda gets fed up. Um, leaves the ring. Runs around. Uh, Charlotte manages to materialize a kendo stick in hand, hits her with it, right in full view of uh, ref Jack Daddy. Jack Daddy. Um, he calls the belt, DQ, and then Charlotte proceeds to literally destroy a kendo stick over Rhonda's back. That thing was in a thousand pieces. <laughs> and here's the thing. It wasn't just the back. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. She was not like... 
You know how sometimes they'll just like the whoever's taking it will just keep their back. Yeah, open. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rhonda was like rolling around, and Charlotte was still hitting her yeah. wherever it hit. It didn't matter. And then afterwards, you could see it all over Rhonda. There yeah. was like a massive X welt right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple more over here on her back. She had on a cut her on her back. leg. It was she was a she mess. Had blood by her ear. It was an absolute yeah. mess. So back in the ring, more kendo stick from Charlotte. Um, eventually, she gets out of there. She gets a chair. Uh, ref Jack Daddy takes it from her. Um, uh, they try to separate her uh, or separate Charlotte from Rhonda with some refs. She all pushes them aside. She runs back in the ring, hits natural selection on Rhonda on the chair. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then she puts the chair around Rhonda's neck, pushes Ref Jack Daddy out of the ring. Jack Daddy. Stomps on the chair. It was vicious. It was vicious. It was gnarly. We were marking out big time. Uh, Charlotte leaves. She's got like crazy look on her face. Uh, Rhonda eventually gets a bunch of refs come out to to help her. As does Adam Pierce and Jamie. Oh, Noble. Adam Pierce. Yeah, they sort of stop the whole thing. Um, and uh, so she limps up, like you said, selling the leg, selling everything. Crowd. Oh, is, Rhonda does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rhonda's doing that. Crowd is chanting, "Thank you, Charlotte." Charlotte's gone. Um, they're chanting, "Thank you, Charlotte." But then after Charlotte's gone, the crowd starts chanting, "Becky." Yeah, they start chanting, "Becky." Rhonda turns back to the crowd. And just like, man, you guys totally betrayed me. It was a great moment. It was moment. great. She sold it perfectly. The one thing that they need to do to ensure that Becky, I'm sorry, that Rhonda, Rhonda will only regain the respect of the crowd by responding with unmitigated violence. Yes. With pure violence. Yeah. Um, a machete, you know? She comes to SmackDown wielding machete. I'm joking. A metaphorical machete. Yeah. Um, no, but she needs she needs to come to SmackDown. Yeah, this has to be kicked up. Yeah, big time. And yes. if it means bringing in Shayna, I don't know what they're gonna do. I well, think hold it's on. Great. There was a moment uh, after Charlotte used the kendo stick, and I don't know if this is something worth reading into or not. What did she do? She took her SmackDown shirt off. Mm. Charlotte did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's, that that's gonna be indicative of any direction they're going in the future, or not. But something to consider whether it was a little bit of, of foreshadowing i would love to think that was the case or if it was a situation where charlotte was tired of wearing that damn smackdown probably shirt, the got case. in the way and yeah. so she just took it off i'd love to think that was the case that'd who be knows? great who knows oh and then our main event the main event this this match like if you're watching the live stream we were just silent we were just silent we were wrapped we were it was this was terrifying it was but it was great also because what did daniel bryan do on the ramp. He did the animal stuff from Total Bellas. That's right, he did. Just a little bit, just, just enough to get bit. us hyped. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. And it was awesome. So this was f- full, amazing heel Daniel Bryan. Comes down there. The match starts off with him mocking Brock Lesnar and basically making Brock Lesnar irritated. Irritated. He did a couple laps around the ring. A couple laps around the ring. Did his dance. Just like really. The, finally, the bell rang. Daniel Bryan sprinted towards Brock Lesnar and drop kicked his leg. Yeah, and then more mind games. More mind games, uh, really getting bro- under Brock's skin. Eventually, they got back in the ring. Uh, Lesnar hits Daniel Bryan with a clubbing blow across the shoulder and then proceeds to suplex him four times. Two German suplexes, two belly-to-bellies. And thankfully, they employed a lot of belly-to-bellies, so Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan wasn't taking... Every right. suplex to the back of his head. If you if you look at the the chat during the live stream and our reaction, we were sitting there in silence. Yep. Because we're sitting there, we look. We know this is uh, this is 
this is predetermined. Mm-hmm. We understand that. Yes. We really like Daniel Bryan. A lot. We don't want to see, and we know Brock Lesnar. We remember him and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see. Remember him and Braun Strowman. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't want to see Daniel Bryan get hurt. Yes. And you're thinking in the back of your head, you know Daniel Bryan's loving everything. Oh, hell second. yeah. If this, if this was his last match, he would be happy to have gotten the matches that he's got since he was able to come back. You know that. The dude is giddy about this. Yeah, and but it doesn't make Brock it any less disturbing. Yes, agreed. It doesn't make it any less disturbing. No, we're sitting all. there, we're like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Yes. Because he releases those damn German suplexes so high, seemingly. Yeah, yeah. And they're all professionals. Brock's not going to destroy a WWE cash count. So many people in the chats were saying, they need to fire Brock for this. They need to fire Brock for this. This is why they pay Brock money, because it gets us feeling that way. It gets yep. us feeling uncomfortable. Yep. Because he's terrifying. He is terrifying. Um, after those suplexes, Brock throws Daniel Bryan to the barricade a couple times. Back on the ring, we get a bear hug from Brock and then another German suplex. He picks him up. Another bear hug. A belly to belly. Um, Brock hits an F5. He goes with the, fin, the pin and just immediately pulls him up. Pulls him up. He's going to play with him some done. more. He's going to play with some more. Dishing out punishment. Uh-huh. Um, he goes for an F5. And uh, I don't know what Mike uh, Kyoto was doing. But he uh, took Daniel Bryan's feet to the face. Uh, Brock thinks he hit the F5, but no, Daniel Bryan's on his feet. He uh, runs towards Brock, kicks him square in the front area. Oh, man, it was, br- it was vicious. It looked legit. Yeah, it was great. Brock sold the shit out of it. Yeah. We've, we pointed this out. A couple other people pointed this out in chat. They pay Brock for one great match at Survivor Series. In the Survivor Series. Every year, exactly. Uh, Daniel Bryan hits his his knee plus, the running knee. Brock kicks at it too. We think, damn it. Damn it. That was his chance. But Daniel Bryan wasn't done. He hits some yes kicks. uh, Not to uh, Brock's head or shoulders, but to his legs. And then he grabs his arms. He gets Danielson stomps. And for the rest of the match, until we say goodbye to Brock, he has a foot stomp imprint Great. On his head. It was great. Um, Daniel Bryan, back on the, or on the outside, uh, Daniel Bryan sends Brock into the ring post, followed by a running knee off the apron. Um, he goes back on the ring, goes for a suicide dive. Brock catches him, um, drives Daniel Bryan to the ring post twice. Um, Brock tries, gets the ring steps, runs up, walks up, tries to, to hit Daniel with him. Instead, he hits the ring post on rebound, hits himself in the face. He pulls yeah. a Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, another running knee off the apron for Daniel Bryan. Uh, back in the ring, another running knee plus. Brock kicks out. And then Daniel Bryan starts working over Brock's knee in earnest, uh, wraps around the ring post. Um, Lesnar picks up Daniel Bryan for F5. However, his knee gives out. The work on Brock's knee was paying off. Um, and then Daniel Bryan transitions right into a yes lock. Um, Lesnar breaks the grip. Um, Daniel Bryan responds with a flurry of cross faces. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty stiff. Yeah, yeah. As much did. as Daniel Bryan was enjoying this, I feel like Brock probably was. Too. I think he was. I really do. I I wonder if Brock had been disappointed that he didn't get this match. Every once in a while, Brock looks like he's having fun in the ring. I know. Every once in a while. He looked, like, he looked like a Survivor Series last year against AJ. Yeah. He looked like against Samoa Joe. He looked like against Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan puts the yes lock back on. Brock, however, powers out, picks him up, hits an F5, gets the win. Yeah. Still a great match. Fun story being told. So at that F5 and the, the very last F5 too, um, 
he sold the crap out of his knee. Like mm-hmm. I was sitting there like, oh my God, that's going to do something for his same, UFC same, No, the same thing happened last year against yeah, AJ. Yeah. yeah, and he sold it. He sold it there and he sold it leaving. It was fantastic. Paul Heyman was watching and you know Paul Heyman was loving this as much as the other two guys. Heck yeah. I think they were all really, really having a good time and they told the best story of the night because we were all freaked out the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah, man. I don't know. I thought that was I thought that was great. Raw got the clean sweep. That was well, kind of. That was janky. Yeah, not the uh, pre-show. Um, we did forget. Did we, did we mention? We mentioned Enzo. We didn't really go into detail. Do we have to? Do we have to? Really? It's the end of the show. Who cares? All right. Well, he apparently bought a ticket. Showed up in a wig. Look, here's the thing, dude. We're not gonna look Hitting, by or, talking about him. We're not gonna be giving him any. Promotion, like nobody's gonna be like, oh, they talked about him. I'm gonna check out his album now. No, don't check it out. Okay, he's a clown. Yeah, he is. So he shows up, uh, sitting first, second or third row. Second row. Second row. He had a a ridiculous wig on. Yeah, he looks stupid. And at one point, he takes the wig off. He stands up, starts shouting. He's wearing one of his old merch shirts. Well, he's wearing his old, (laughs) he's wearing his old merch shirt, and apparently, he started doing his intro. That's what that's what somebody on Twitter oh said. Gosh. I didn't listen to the but video. The, so not only is he just screaming, he's holding his hand up like he has a mic in his hand. Didn't have a mic in his hand. No though. mic. He was yeah. just screaming. And so he was causing disturbance. Security came to kick him out. He got tackled. He got tackled by the same lady that tackled Gronk at the uh at Mania. At Mania a couple of, when we went, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and he, he, he got tackled pretty hard. And then he runs off. And, and they there chase was him down. there was some report that they took him backstage or he got kicked out of the arena. I know he got kicked out of the arena. Yeah, he was banned from the Staples Center. Yeah. Um, so obviously this is all just you know a promotional stunt on his part, but it was a really pathetic one. It really was. I mean, no, dude, nobody, nobody's gonna look at that and be like, oh yeah. I mean, I know the crowd was chanting, like half the crowd was chanting for like <laughs> we want Enzo or something, but I don't know. I mean, that's just that it's so silly. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking at that? <laughs> I'll see if there's any, any post-Survivor Never Series news. This is how you got a Bushi versus Goto. Maybe a Bushi will pick up that title. Bushi. So maybe, we'll, maybe Osprey will be cleared for Wrestle Kingdom. We'll get Osprey versus a Bushi for the Never Open Weight title. All right, so let's look at some of these. You got some questions here. Cody Miles says, Rest in peace, Steve's Intercontinental Championship. You're no longer the IC champ. I'm no longer Intercontinental Champion. I'll be back. Breakingcontrollers.com. Oh. Charlotte snapped worse than Alex Smith's Alex Smith's ankle. Did you watch that? No, I did not watch Alex Smith's ankle. I do not want to see that. Zero desire. Joe Juarez, uh, what a show! NXT keeps hitting it out of the park. Did you just watch War Games tonight? <laughs> NXT presents Survivor Series. Ezra, Survivor Series. I know Ezra Marshall, SmackDown buried and sent to Fox. Uh, Dylan Haggett, uh, Razor Ramon won in 94 when the other team got counted out. Like the entire team? <laughs> Jack Dolan, <laughs> guaranteed Pete on. Drake Maverick, <laughs> better be pissed off than pissed on. I guess so. Alto Votale, the next, the new best friendo ever. Follow Eddie on Instagram for epic stories and posts at Eddie underscore WWE. Dude, he's got an amazing Undertaker like a dog Something shirt. Else experience we're going to talk it's about that else. uh when uh, when we have a chance 
I kind of just want to make it our like a, a, a standalone video. Yeah, dramatic we, reading. A dramatic reading of it. I want to do that maybe sometime this week before we go on vacation. Yes. Lariat Lake Lionheart. Sweet hallelujah. I am no longer constipated. That is you. Wow, that um, is a lot of info there. It really is. Lewis, I'm glad though. Yeah, Lewis Griffin. Love heel Daniel Bryan. Hope he gets a long title run with oh, WWE titles. He looks like he's having so oh, much fun. Wildly entertaining. Um, Aaron, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey felt good for me as a I don't know what that means so I'm not going to say it I don't know either. Grant Gill, screw Brock Grant, Grill, Grant Gill, who is Brock facing next? <laughs> screw Brock Who's he facing next? It's going to be Braun at Rumble, right? Probably. No, no, yeah Probably yeah, Probably Braun yeah. at Rumble Yeah uh, Jay Lilly, watching you two. Great way to end a birthday weekend. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to friendo. You. Breaking Still waiting on my three mini shirt. That three mini shirt. You have to wait three many more days. I guess so, yeah. Well, yeah, we're, I'm, there's two. There's one shirt I'm putting up for sure. A lot of people asked for a shirt oh, yeah. of that old picture of us. Oh, you didn't know what I was talking about. It was. It's like a picture where we, we look. Is it the one that was the where you're wearing a baseball hat? You were both wearing hats. You yeah, have that, that dog one. shirt on. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, oh, because I think that interview that we did, the fellow that did the yeah, interview, used that picture. Yeah, yeah, used that picture, and then like half half of the friend over his comments were, we need that as a shirt, and they were all talking about how we looked, but in in complimentary ways. I'll never say we look cool because no, we, we don't. don't. But there was some indication that some people might have been mistaken that we might look cool. Yeah, no, we never look cool. I thought you were talking about, uh, can I say it? Slow Wolf Pack? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, but we need to talk about that because that's like... All that, over print? That, well, they, they can't do that. But if we can find a place, look, I'm down to give people options. We put one on, on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. And then we, we find a place that can do all on demand. Print, yeah. On demand. Yeah. Uh, Jack Dolan, where is Cardboard Sasha and Trish in Steve's in garage. garage? Should I bring him back? Yeah. I was thinking of bringing him back for our live stream set. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll start dolling that up a little bit. I think it'd be really good. Anyways, I'm ready to go home. Oh, you want to go home? I'm good. Oh, wow. Look at this. We good? We good? What? What's up? According to Ringside News, W Superstars ordered not to speak about Enzo Amore's um, Survivor Series invasion. Well, yeah. Who wants to speak about that? Nobody. Anyways, there's some, wait, is that the outro music? That should be the outro music. We'll find out. Anyways, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We had a blast. Had yeah. a good weekend. Yes. Takeover. Thank Survivor you so much Series. for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and yeah, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Watch Survivor Series 97. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yes, yes. Bye, everybody. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.